Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen. And today we are going to be talking about some of our favorite pageant trends. I'm so excited. You know, I love talking all things clothes. Oh, I know. I love following your Instagram just because I always know you're going to post some sort of look that (laughs) So I probably spend more money because I follow you on Instagram actually, but that's well, okay. That's not the goal at <laughs> all. It's just to kind of show people things that I'm seeing that are trending or coming up like out in actual trends that then sort of translate over to fashion to the pageant fashion world because it is different. It's super different and it's but it's more fun. You're mm-hmm. going to be able to get away with a lot more at a pageant rehearsal than you're going to be maybe just out in everyday life. I kind of think of it as if you were just to go on a regular vacation to either a resort or somewhere that had a lot of nightlife, like Vegas or something like that, that's sort of what dressing for pageant week feels like. It's all the glitz, all the glamour, all the feathers and the sparkles and sequins and just the crazy colors and patterns that you may never wear in your office life or day to day. Oh, yeah. I love everything that I wore at Mrs. America Pageant Week. It was all so fun. And now my favorite brand that I ended up finding, and it's just because this brand just fit my body well, I didn't have to do a ton of tailoring, was the Lavish Alice. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think they have so many really beautiful pieces. And I love that they have kind of a a variety of things. They've got dresses, they have pantsuits, jumpsuits. So you don't have to really just have one look. You could kind of mix and match if you find a brand you love for sure. Love it. Is there another brand that you find yourself telling people, hey, check them out, see what they have or anything? I'm not necessarily as brand loyal as I am style loyal, if that makes sense. So especially if I'm thinking about pageant weekend for a state pageant or a smaller weekend pageant that doesn't maybe last as long. I think about do you want to, what is your overall look throughout the week? What do you want to kind of, either it's a weekend or a full week, what do you kind of want to look like? Do you want to look very chic and elegant or do you want to look more fashion forward and trendy then once we kind of know what look you want to do it's easier for me to suggest different sites to shop on or stores to go to to help you find that if you like I feel like for you when you were going to nationals you wanted to have a Nashville glam that was kind of the the thought process we we dressed you with is Nashville inspired glam. You love how country music stars kind of look, especially Dolly, right? Mm-hmm. So we went for things that had a touch of that Southern style, that Southern glam, but were still in more of muted color tones. You did a lot of pastel colors, even though it was a fall pageant. And I think it really helped you just be consistent throughout the week where your looks change, but you always kind of stayed in that same color palette and every item had something sparkly or something dolly inspired about it. 
Like I loved that one jumpsuit you wore that had the rose gold sort of sequiny. Oh, I think it was lavish Alice. It was so cute. It was. And I didn't even have to have that tailored. It just fit me really well. And I know that was one of my favorites too. I'm trying to think of a time I can wear it again, just because I'm obviously not wearing that thing to work, but it's so beautiful. (laughs) It really is. And it stood out so much and captured your personal style that you wear in real life, but kind of elevated it up to that pageant level. So you think it's more about finding what is the overall vibe kind of that you're going for and Mm -hmm. sticking to that theme. Yes. And I don't, there are some people who, especially, um, I'm not going to say like an older school of thought, but there is another school of thought that believes you should dress in a certain color pattern palette. So maybe you want to wear only blue, red, white, and blue all week. Or if your platform is breast cancer awareness, maybe you just want to wear pink all week, different shades of pink. That is an option, but I don't think it shows the world and the judges every, the best side of you, if you just stick to that same color in every aspect of competition, because sometimes when you put on a different color, it changes everything about how your face lights up. It just flatters your hair and your eyes, your skin tone. So if you just stick to that one color palette, it could not give them the full realm of what you would look like as a title holder throughout your reign. So I like being able to play around with color, but just stick to the same overall style. That 100% makes sense. And I know one thing for rehearsals that I've learned, and I learned pretty quickly, was you need to have a cute shoe. You don't necessarily need to wear, you know, the shoes that you go to the gym in. It should be kind of cute, but it needs to be somewhat comfortable because you do not want to kill your feet during rehearsals. Yes. I will tell you, um, when I was competing for Mrs. International in 2019, we had a day that was an outing day. It was in the middle of June, July. It was in July in West Virginia. It was so hot, so humid. And I knew that it would be hot and humid going in. So I thought very strategically about what I wanted to wear that first of all, and this is kind of something you have to think about. No sweat would come through that it wouldn't because if it was that silky material, you can really see the sweat coming through. And it was so incredibly hot and humid. I did not want that. We were touring a salt mine, going to meet the governor, all these things. I just wasn't about to take a risk. So I ended up doing a jumpsuit that was thick enough that it wouldn't show anything through, but it was sleeveless. It was lightweight enough and the legs were pretty flowy. That way I could wear a wedge and be comfortable walking around in a wedge versus a spike heel or a stiletto because that would have never worked walking around those salt mines in the gravel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I I think what kind of you're saying too, is as long as you are somewhat cohesive throughout Mm -hmm. the whole week, you can find different pieces. that's going to be more appropriate for, like you said, an outing, Mm -hmm. or if it is just a rehearsal day and just thinking about that so that it doesn't throw you off your mental game. Yes. If you have all of your wardrobe already planned out ahead of time, makes the whole week so much smoother. You don't have to make that decision when you wake up that morning. You already know it's Tuesday. We have rehearsal in the morning, break, another rehearsal. These are the outfits I'm going to wear this day. Done and done. One trend I'm absolutely loving right now in rehearsal type looks or maybe even just for orientation or appearances is really thinking about like what 
is trending maybe in New York or Paris or Milan and bringing that aspect into the pageant, like the neon colors. They're very popular right now in 2021, 2022. And I love seeing the bright oranges and the neon greens. I think the the most recently crowned USOA misses did like a chartreuse interview suit. Just those bright colors coming over. There's a lot of tweed popping up, kind of Chanel inspired, which is super fun to see again. When I competed as a miss, which was so very long ago, I had a tweed suit. It was tweed, it was pink, and it had little pearl buttons. I loved it so much. And then I felt like it kind of went out of style. And now it's back in. I wish I still had it. It would have been perfect to wear in this current trend season. Oh, it would have. And if you ever decided that you wanted to compete again. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I don't know that it would still fit the way it fit when I was 18, 19, but it was real cute. And I even had little matching shoes with a little bow on the toe. They were so cute. That was my favorite interview outfit I've ever had. So, and as far, I mean, so you brought up interview looks. Mm -hmm. When you're shopping for an interview look, what should someone be looking for that's going to make the judges really look at them and think, not only do they look good, do they look professional, but they, they also, you know, they don't look dumpy because you don't want to wear just a suit that you would maybe wear to a job interview or a dress Correct. you might wear to a job interview. So it's, there's a fine line between that professionalism, but also looking like a beauty queen. Yes. Well, first you have to think about what system you're competing in. That matters a lot. And it also matters if you're sitting or standing. I know that sounds strange, but it truly does matter. If your outfit or dress or jumpsuit, pantsuit, whatever, has a lot of awesome stuff at the bottom of it, the judges won't ever see it if you're seated and all they see is neck up. And you also need to think about if it's maybe a lower cut of the jacket or the top when you sit down, is it going to be a little too much for that system? So really just thinking through, okay, first off, am I sitting or standing in this interview? And then think about the system itself. If this is Miss USA, you can kind of go all out. Like there are midriff showing at Miss USA. I've seen shorts with great tops and jackets. You can play around like leather, cool stuff for a Miss USA type interview. If this is maybe the international system, they're a little bit more of a conservative system. They love more traditional style, traditional jewel-toned colors, really like a sheath dress is always going to be safe for that system, but it may kind of look a little boring in other more fashion-forward systems. For Mrs. America, particularly, it's sort of a hybrid. You can still play around with fashion, but it needs to be conservative enough that it's not a cocktail dress. You don't want to wear too much cocktail type looks and definitely never an evening gown or something that's a full length gown for interview. So look at past years, see what, especially like the past two or three years, see what kind of stood out to you and why. And if it's in a good way, maybe use that for inspiration. But for sure, interview is where you're going to want to spend a little more money, make sure it's great quality material. It's going to hold up really nicely. It's not going to wrinkle. It's going to stay the way you, when you walk in, it's going to look the same when you walk out. You don't want to come out with a lot of wrinkles all over your lap from sitting down. But think about how you want to be remembered for what you say versus what you're wearing. 
if the interview outfit says, I, I listen, look at me, look at me, look at me, but you can't even notice who the girl is because the outfit's so eye catching, that might not be your best option. And I think that's why most people do not wear patterns for interview is it could be distracting, but I will tell you one of my favorite interview outfits I've seen this year. Oh, I guess this pageant year was Virginia at Mrs. America. She wore the skirt with like a white, simple sweater top that had a bow. Do you remember? Oh, I remember. It was one of those looks that in a group of women, your eye immediately went to her. Yes. That skirt was so beautiful. It was sort of a little bit of a flare A-line circle skirt. And because that pattern was just on the bottom, but the top was very simple, once she sat down, you weren't distracted at all by the pattern. But when she walked in, you noticed. I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal and such a refreshing, unique look from what we've seen for so many years in that system. I really loved her outfit. She had really great looks. You need a good reference the whole week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she kind of, uh, I feel like if I had to describe her style during competition week, and Hannah, if you ever listen to this, um, I would call it like blogger pageant chic. It was like, yeah, if you looked at like current fashion bloggers or bloggers that I follow, sort of like their style taken up to that pageant level. That's the way I would describe it. And I think too, if you are looking for something that's going to have a little more quality, you have, and you maybe don't want to spend a lot of money joining some of these pageant Facebook groups that I just found out are a thing Mm -hmm. is awesome because you can literally post a picture of something that you really love and say, Hey, does anybody have something like this? This is kind of what I'm looking for. Here's my size. And you guys can resale mm-hmm. on these sites and it's really cool. It's a really fun community. I know many people probably know about Poshmark as an option to search for both rehearsal looks and for interview looks. If you know the brand that you love, like for you, you you said you really love Lavish Alice. Well, you can search just Poshmark for that brand and see if there's something that catches your eye. There's also the Queenly app. It's pretty new and they have tons of pageant wear specific. So it's gowns, fun fashion, interview, swimsuits are even on there, but it's only for really pageant looks on that app. And then I love, love Facebook groups, resale groups. There are so many good ones that I've sold almost every piece of my pageant wardrobe on and purchased several things from resale groups as well. I think it's a great way to not only preserve the environment and make a really earth conscious decision to not buy something new, but it's a great way to save money if you're on a pretty strict budget, which I typically prepare on a budget for pageants. Well, and what else is cool too is maybe if something came out the year before and it's not available anymore, Mm -hmm. sometimes you can find it on those sites. That's kind of what I, I love Poshmark. I always buy stuff on Poshmark because sometimes with these designers, you can find things that were a couple years old, Mm -hmm. but maybe you still want (laughs) and then you get it at a discount. And you're not taking as big of a risk that someone else will have it. So a lot of girls I talk to find an outfit that they love for interview. Like they love it. And I will use you as an example for this. For state, you had this white suit. You loved it so much. You really wanted to wear it. Well, I knew already, which I couldn't discuss with you, but I knew there were at least two other white suits that were going to be worn in your same pageant with not a huge group of contestants. And I just did not want you to get lost 
by wearing a white suit, the next girl wearing a white suit, the next girl wearing a white suit. Mm -hmm. But I knew you loved it so much. And I figured, you know what? If I was a judge, I'm never going to notice what is this outfit? What is this dress or this jumpsuit or whatever? I'm going to notice, is she ready for the job? And as long as that meets my standards, I could care less, honestly, what you're wearing in the interview, as long as it fits appropriately and it's not torn or stained or something like this. That's really what I was looking at. So I did not tell you not to wear it. I was like, if this is what you love, approved. And it worked out just fine. So don't stress about someone else having your interview look is what I'm saying. It can be just fine if someone else has the same exact outfit or very similar. Well, and I've been to a pageant where and it was a national pageant that I went and watched. And in the final, I think it was the final 15, two women had on the exact same gown, same color, everything. And they both made it to the top. And one of them actually made it to the top three, which you was... Crazy. Oh, I'm so sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you. Do you oh, know? No. Um, the did you ever watch Mrs. America 2016? No. The year after me, when like Heather was your Ohio. No, I did. Okay, well that year in the top three, the first runner up and second runner up had literally the exact same dress. One was in white, one was in black. It was the exact same gown. No one even noticed until the pictures came out, and I was there in the audience. Couldn't even tell. Because they were different colors and they wore them so differently. Their body types were different. One had blonde hair, one had brown hair. They looked completely different. So I, no one even noticed it was the same dress in a different color until they were all standing there taking photos. And we were like, oh, I think, isn't that the same dress? <laughs> so it just does not matter. It's all about confidence and owning what you're wearing. And that's why I think it's so important. You love what you're wearing, even if people tell you there it may not work if you truly feel in your gut it's the right one do it I've worn a black um dress before for interview I have blonde hair I have a pretty bubbly personality I do wear a lot of black in my real life and especially when I worked in an office but black is not really a color most people would think of when they think of me and I didn't end up winning that pageant I did really well in interview I had great scores in interview I got my scores back. I know I did well, but I didn't feel as true to myself in that black. I just kept questioning it over and over. I don't know if this is the right thing. I wore it anyways. And looking back, it wouldn't have made a difference because I scored very well. It just made a difference in how I went in thinking about the pageant. And I had regrets. And I know I never want to leave a pageant and have a regret. Yeah, I really like that. And I know for me, I really wanted a white evening gown for Mrs. America and I did not place I didn't I and I didn't win but I was so thrilled to be able to have this white gown I really wanted my dream white gown to wear to Mrs. America and as long as you leave a pageant like you said without feeling full of regret about something or a decision that you made it just makes the experience and the memories much much better and we always talk about control what you can control. There's so much that happens within that pageant weekend or week that is out of your control. You can't decide how the judges feel about you. You can't decide sometimes your contestant order, where you go in the lineup. But what you can control is what you're going to wear. So pick things you love so that that's not stressing you out and that's not adding to 
like, you know, the mindset issues that we all are already going through during that weekend. It's stressful enough. Make that choice easy. And when it comes to gowns, if we're going to move over to gown, I do want to talk gown trends that I am currently obsessed with right now. So if you have any, throw them out there because I love talking about evening gowns. Well, there's a couple of things that I've seen that I really, really like, and I don't know if this is very pageanty yet, but I really like gloves Mm -hmm. and especially if they're connected to the gown. Gloves are definitely making their appearance slowly, but surely onto the pageant stage. We saw them at Miss Universe, I think two years ago, and it was a velvet gown, blue, blue velvet gloves with the gown, really beautiful I want to say it was South Africa. I'm pretty sure she was South Africa. A huge high slit. It was pretty phenomenal at Miss Universe. Then we didn't see them for a while, again, in the pageant world. But I do have a feeling we will see them popping up more and more. I, I kind of want to say maybe at prelim, someone at Miss USA did get gloves. I'm not sure, but I do predict them making their way over here. Well, and I also really fell in love with this bright orange Giovanni gown <laughs> and I know I know you're laughing because I really loved it and my miss Dana was like absolutely not that slits way too high that is not appropriate for you and the color was very very bright probably closer to being about a miss gown or maybe even a teen color the color was very teen or miss the cut was very miss and I would have let you I mean, not that I controlled what you wore, <laughs> but I would have supported the decision to get the orange gown if you were going to Miss for America strong, or mm-hmm. if you were going to Miss Ohio USA. But for Mrs. America, we know what that stage looks like, and we know what works the best on that stage historically. I just didn't feel like that orange was the best dress for you for that pageant. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It just wasn't the best dress that I thought you had worn or tried on or was out there. But it was cool. And I do love that color is making its way onto many, many stages that it has not been in a very long time. I'm so thankful to see color again. Well, yeah. So I want to ask you about color because there's that pageant saying that winners wear white Mm -hmm. in their gown. And there's so many pageant winners that wear white now do you think it's just because people believe that superstition so everybody wears white or do you think there is something to be said a couple of things there is if you look proportionately at gown manufacturers traditional pageant gown manufacturers they make more white gowns than any other color so when you go to the store there are more white gowns if you're at a pageant shop than any other color So that's the majority of your options are going to be in white or a very neutral gold, silver, ivory shade. You don't see a whole lot of pageant gowns in green or in blue. There there are some, but there just aren't as many. So that's part of it is there's more white gowns. So then people have more to choose from. The second thing is because of this thing of winners wear white, if you look at the past three years of your pageant and every winner has worn white you're a first-time contestant, you probably are going to think, I need to wear white. These ladies all wear white. I need to get a white dress. But if you really think about the dress that you love best, 
you can win in whatever color. It's not about the dress color. It's about you loving the gown. If you find a white gown you love, wonderful. But if you find a gown that's red, yellow, I don't even know. I, I won in a purple gown before in Mrs. Oklahoma. Oh, you did. I remember yes. that gown. I don't think it matters what, what gown color you're wearing. I won evening gown in my purple dress and I won the pageant in the purple dress. It did not matter that it wasn't white. So I don't think you have to wear white by any means. A lot of times white doesn't look great on people. It doesn't look great on me. Ivory, I can pull off, but I cannot do a true diamond white. It looks awful on me. So you just kind of have to think about what are your best colors, what fits you best, and not look at sayings or myths or what people tell you. And I have to ask you too, do I get a custom gown or do I just go off the rack? Oh my gosh. Such a hard decision. I've done both. I have competed at nationals in both, in an off-the-rack and in a custom. With the off-the-rack dress that I wore, and what I tell most people who ask me, is to just take it after you purchase it to a tailor and have it altered to perfection, and you can probably make it look like a custom gown with fantastic alterations. I actually took that off-the-rack gown took I think a total of 18 inches out because it was two sizes too big when we got it but we cinched in that waist we made it super mermaidy pulled in so much of the fabric and really made it a great mermaid shape then my director actually hand stoned um over the stones that came with it with um Swarovski crystals so that it picked up the light really beautifully right at the top at the neckline it looked like a $10,000 dress from the stage, but it was much, much, much cheaper. I don't even think it was $1,000 in the price, on the price tag of that gown. But I've also done a custom gown. The stress of having a custom gown can be a thing. Your dress may not get to you until the day before you leave. And you may not have time to practice walking in it or to take it to alterations if it's too long or if it's not perfect. So you have to think through that process of if I'm going custom, can they get it to me in time? And is it worth the price that I'm going to pay for this custom gown? Or is it better to get an off the rack gown and sort of add to it, change it, add a beautiful shoulder cape or add something, an overskirt? What is the best decision and what's going to keep you the least amount of stress in your preparation? Yeah, I think it any and all stress that you can avoid altogether. And if, and if you're somebody that, you know what, I have no problem. I can walk in anything. I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about practicing in this type of gown because I've walked in it before. Anything like that is, I mean, you just have to decide what's going to stress me out the most and how to avoid it. I know that I felt so horrible a couple of years ago during Miss USA, many, many of the girls did not end up getting their dresses in on time and they had to pick off the rack gowns when they had originally ordered custom gowns. There was just a debacle. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but then they showed up in dresses that were too short because a lot of off the rack gowns are not long enough for certain heights. So if you put your dress on, it doesn't matter what price point it was at, and it does not touch the ground with your shoes on, it might not be a good purchase for you. Either get shorter shoes or get a different dress. 
of that there's just something about a dress that doesn't touch the floor that can be very distracting. I know Miss Illinois USA did it this year at Miss USA and she was a finalist. She looked phenomenal, it's beautiful, but it was a definite risk to wear a gown that was a short gown that showed her shoes. However, she runs a shoe company. So why not spotlight her shoes because that's her business. So it's probably a little bit of a branding decision along with style. So I think really kind of to wrap up your style choices and some of your best advice, at least that you had given me that really helped me when I was planning for my pageants is to kind of pick a theme mm-hmm. and stick with it. Your whatever you end up wearing needs to fit you yes. perfectly. Yes. And if you feel confident in it and you really love it, and as long as it's not totally out there, then you should feel confident in running with it. I think so. I would keep your circle pretty small of who you ask for opinions because you can send a outfit idea, a gown idea, or an interview outfit idea to five people. And each one of those five will tell you something differently of, I love it. I hate it. Mm, Maybe in a different color, or you're going to get all this conflicting advice that will make you spin. And that is really, really hard when you're trying to decide on these items that are being judged. These are scored competitions. You want to look amazing. You want to feel great in it. But when five different people who think they know are telling you different things, they might not always know what's right for that system. They might not always know what's right for that age group that you're competing with. So really be thoughtful on who you're asking for advice. And once you've purchased something, stick with it. Don't go back and shop again. Most of the time you'll end up either buying something else and then you've bought two outfits for this you know, area of competition and spent way too much money or you never find anything that you loved as much as that first thing that and so you're just spending time doing something that you could be better suited serving the community or volunteering or working on interview or practicing your walk. Don't waste time continuing to shop once you purchase something. Well, I always love your style advice and I do my best to follow it. Every once in a while I go rogue, Chris, but <laughs> hey, it's okay. I, I do give um, some approval. Like, uh, you know, there are certain times I, I am not very strict, quote unquote, with my thoughts on fashion, but during competition week, that's something that you should already know. You should not have to make a decision that morning. It should be decided pretty far in advance to keep that as stress-free as possible. I will, just before we head out, leave a couple of great sites I love. We did mention Poshmark, Queenly, and Facebook groups for resale. But I wanted to talk about online shopping that I love because that's what I do probably at least an hour a day is browse websites for potential pageant wear. So I love this the site Revolve. Tons of Miss USA girls get their outfits here shop around on there, look around, see the styles. And then if you are not an online shopper, at least you know what you're looking for. You might find a great piece that you think, okay, if I can find something similar to this, that's what I'm looking for. So I love Revolve. I also love Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack. If you've got a Nordstrom Rack in your town, go and search through the racks. You can find designer pieces for really great prices. I have found so many great jumpsuits and cocktail dresses even gowns at Nordstrom Rack for such a great price. 
And then just Nordstrom, traditional Nordstrom is great too. And I think that's what you love, right? Oh yeah. I love Nordstrom and Dillard's. <laughs> and okay. I any of those it. department stores. Uh-huh. Um, I, so for more fashion forward trending stuff, um, I know Akira is somewhere I love to look. It's shop Akira, A-K-I-R-A is the online store. They also do have in-person stores as well as, and you can find some really fun stuff there for maybe an event or if you just want something that makes a statement. I love Pretty Little Thing. That's another great site. And if you're still kind of thinking that fashion forward, but with a classic twist, I love Zara. They've got wonderful suit options. Lots of great blazers, great pants, jumpsuits, dresses. You have to kind of look, but it's there for sure. Do you have any other favorites? I think you hit them all. I mean, I hit up Poshmark like crazy. That's my big one. I really like Boohoo too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you said pretty little things. I like them. I think they tend to run a little small. Mm -hmm. So read the reviews. If you're ordering online from anywhere, read any and all reviews that are left on sizing. And that will help you when you are ordering. So you're not having to do a ton of returns. Yes, because some of these places, like I even love Fashion Nova a lot. There's a lot on their site. So you have to really know what you're looking for. But I hate doing the whole return thing unless Mm -hmm. it's Amazon. But (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, and we can't forget Amazon. That is where I have purchased so many great necessities for the week. Maybe not always the outfits I'm wearing, but I actually did one year get a skirt for rehearsal. We had like a pink theme for one of the things. And I found this great skirt on Amazon for like $25 and it was so cute. Everyone was asking me where I got it. Everyone thought it was like very expensive and it was for sure not. It just was a great color and I paired it with stuff that really made it pop and people loved my $25 skirt. So why not? Why not? Well, I do have a question for you and I just want to know what your interview question of the day is going to be. Okay, so I've been thinking about Chris's question of the week this week, and my question is this. What is a quote that inspires you and keeps you motivated on hard days? All right, well, we're going to post that on our Instagram, which you can find at pageantbuzzpod on Instagram. Yes, absolutely. So come find us over there. Send us a DM if you have an idea for what you'd like us to talk about in another episode. And we will see you again next week. Keep on sparkling, queens. We are currently booking our next guest. So follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast. 